When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Here at the Black Information Network, we know how important it is for you to start your week off energized, engaged, and enlightened. There are always major stories that break over the weekend, and we feel you should know about the ones we are talking about today. So stay tuned for our weekend recap featuring the author of the book, Trap History, and the executive editor of Atlanta Daily World, Mr. A.R. Shaw. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. All right, Mr. A.R. Shaw, welcome back to the show, man. I'm really excited to have today's conversation with you. How you doing, man? Man, everything is good this way, man. A long Thanksgiving weekend, so I'm going to get right into it. All right, let's do it. So first up, this comes from, you know, at least my sort of local hometown newspaper, the Arizona Republic. Derek Chauvin uh, is expected to survive an unexpected stabbing that took place over the weekend at an Arizona prison. So I'll share a bit. Uh, Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police de- police officer convicted of murdering George Floyd, was stabbed and seriously injured by someone also incarcerated at a federal prison in Tucson, the Office of Minnesota Attorney General confirmed. Uh, while a spokesperson for the Bureau of Prisons confirmed an is- incarcerated individual was assaulted, they would not confirm the identity or medical status of the victim. This is what took place initially. Uh, Brian Evans, a spokesperson for the Office of Minnesota Attorney General, confirmed Chauvin was stabbed. Quote, I am sad to hear that Derek Chauvin was the target of violence. He was duly convicted of his crimes. And like any incarcerated individual, he should be able to serve his sentence without fear of retaliation or violence. Uh, This according to Attorney General Keith Ellison uh, in a released statement. So um, what else do we know about this? What was your reaction? You know, kind of bring us up to speed. Yeah, definitely. I got an opportunity to uh, read. It, it came across the wire on Friday mm-hmm. uh, and social media. The, the biggest thing was that uh, a lot of people were wishing for his demise. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, uh, Derek Chauvin, he's going to have a target on his back as long as he's, he, as long as he's incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to think about it. He committed a murder on an unarmed black man, that being George Floyd. 
uh, in a video that was viewed around the world. Um, there aren't many people who will sympathize with Derek Chauvin because, uh, quite frankly, he doesn't believe that he's guilty. Uh, mm -hmm. Just think about it. Last week, he attempted to have his conviction overthrown by the Supreme Court. Sure. Uh, uh, you know, it's good for the Supreme Court that they rejected that uh, that uh, that appeal. But it shows you that he doesn't really have any remorse uh, for killing George Floyd. And so he's always going to have a target on his back as long as he's in general populations while he's incarcerated. Uh, and there are people uh, who are talking on social media now who wished that someone, the person who did it, finished the job. Sure, sure. You know, and speaking of social media, that's also how it made its way to me initially uh, before I was able to read a little bit more about it. And it seemed that there were more people concerned about the knife than than Jarek Chauvin. The people were like, yo, is the knife OK? <laughs> it, was, it was very funny. Um, but there were some other people that um, used it as an opportunity to bring some attention to some other gaps in society right um so obviously there's a certain type of individual um of a of a certain political persuasion that would look at this attack on Derek Chauvin and say oh my god this should never have happened and so there were people on social media bringing attention to the fact that hey this is normal in prisons we've been trying to say that prisons need to be reformed we need to rethink prisons we need to abolish prisons you know whatever and there everyone's using this as an opportunity and an aperture into the that poli political uh politically oriented or differently politically oriented community um to to give them some insight onto what the reality is like um, there were people who used this moment to kind of say you know thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers just to kind of show other people how empty those statements are and then of course, there was a group of people that I saw, like at least in the comment section that were like, you know, anyways, you know, they'd read the story anyways, you know, free Palestine anyway, you know, so um, there were a lot of people that were framing this relative to the issues in society. And, you know, when you look at it through that lens, you realize, okay, it's not that big of a deal. A, he's not dead. B. And if anybody's going to get upset about this individual being attacked in a prison, they got a long road <laughs> and a lot of hurdles that they're going to have to confront, a lot of issues and elements that they're going to have to confront before they can realistically take on this issue for this one individual, because these are issues that affect so many other people. And I thought that that was an interesting way that at least on social media, this attack on this gentleman was framed. Add to that, that he's in a medium security prison. Um, this isn't max security where the hardened criminals go and, you know, and, you know, I'm, I don't know too much about prisons. Let me not, let me not, let me not hold you here. But I, I, I think the term medium security and then stabbing, I think that, you know, that, that makes a little bit more sense, you know? And so if, if indeed, like you say, he does have a target on his back, I'd imagine they would have probably taken more precautions to protect him. With that said, I'm glad at least that the silver lining that came from this is that people started talking about, okay, really, what are, what are prisons do? And again, you know, what is, what is, what are we really focusing on as a society? So, you know, my two cents. Um, I wanted to ask you the same thing though, when you were kind of checking out the uh, initial reaction on social media, what did you get from people's, uh, people's take you know, not 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 the people that were making jokes, but the people who were sincerely like engaged in the dialogue. 
Yeah, it was two things. Um, it's it's interesting because with with uh, social media, you can hear both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, you know, there were some people who said that uh, there was an issue within the prison systems, and and uh, this should have never happened. Sure, and sure. Uh, of course, and and there was other people who pointed out that um, the the misinformation, spreading misinformation that George Floyd uh, passed due to uh, fentanyl. Which isn't oh, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so and you had, you had him, so, yeah. yeah. So you had so many people that was that was Derek Chauvin's defense uh, mm-hmm. that he that he attempted to take to the Supreme Court, which was rejected. And so you had people, uh, you know, spreading that uh, misinformation online as well. And so there was, uh, you know, with social media, there's always different opinions from different sides. Uh, like I say, for for you know, for the majority uh, of people that I got an opportunity to to read and engage with, they were happy that he was attacked. Uh, mm. They were happy that he went through this ordeal because for, for nearly 10 minutes, he kneeled on a black man's neck who was unarmed uh, mm. without any remorse. And he's, like I said, he still hasn't shown any remorse today. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, I think that I would agree with you there. I just, I want to be fair here that it's likely that him or his supporters would say that um, something closer to he's, he's not trying to deal with the, the consequences of an unfair decision um of course we would say yeah he's he he doesn't care clearly he's there's no accountability there why is he trying to like we saw him do it on video even if there was fentanyl even if there was you know whatever we saw him treat an unarmed black man exactly like we know that these people treat us and so um yeah just felt important to say both sides of it because you know candace Owen put that movie out and then people are I don't even want to give that any more shine. Anyway, let's move on. (laughs) So uh, you remember that Montgomery Riverfront brawl? Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. How could you forget, right? (laughs) That's going to go down in history, right? So, um, you know, as you know, the uh, the co-captain was um, charged with assault. Well, he pleaded not guilty. So I'll share a little bit about this with our listeners. So this comes from the Montgomery Advertiser. Uh, Harriet II co-captain Damian Pickett was beaten by a group of voters at the start of an August 5th riverfront brawl, pleaded not guilty Tuesday to a third-degree assault charge in Montgomery Municipal Court. Meanwhile, an opposing attorney is pointing to video footage that he says shows the incident in a new light. All right. Um, Pickett's trial will begin on January 30th. Pickett declined to comment Tuesday. Zachary Shipman, who is facing an assault charge as well, filed the charges against Pickett. Dozens of videos shot by frustrated Harriet II passengers captured the beginning of the brawl and showed Pickett, who is black, being repeatedly struck by a group of white boaters while onlookers screamed from the banks of the river. The footage went viral on social media and sparked global attention and outrage. Terry Luck, one of Shipman's defense attorneys, provided video footage to the Montgomery advertiser that he said shows Pickett, quote, seeking out Shipman after the first fight on the dock ended. Pickett was the victim in the initial fight, but in the second fight, of course, uh, it shows him looking or it, it shows him looking for, you know, the, the people who started the fight. So um, the video appears to happen after the initial brawl and with Montgomery police officers on the scene. Several versions of the initial attack posted to social media showed that no officers were on the dock at the time. All right. So uh, you, you more or less got the story. Um Talk to us a little bit more. What are we missing? Uh, let's fill in some gaps. And of course, I'd love to get your thoughts on 
<laughs> this this uh the, these charges yeah it's unfortunate that damian pickett is uh facing any charges uh with the montgomery uh following the montgomery incident mm -hmm. as we all saw a video that uh, that he was attacked by a group of white individuals who mm -hmm. were obviously uh intoxicated and belligerent and they just didn't want to follow the rules right. now let's say that you know that there is a case that he did uh uh, you know, attack. There was an attack. So the Alabama in Alabama, there is uh, a law that was passed in January 2023 that states a person does not have a duty to retreat from a conflict before using force in self-defense. Mm -hmm. And this is an Alabama law that was passed in 20 uh, earlier this year. So yeah. if he if if he has the right to stand his ground, which we've seen the stand your ground uh, law in multiple states, particularly in the South, uh, and so Alabama is one of the states that adopted this law. And if he was uh, defending himself, there is no reason uh, for him to retreat, according to Alabama law. So these charges uh, should have never taken place. Sure, sure. You know, to me, this looks like if it's up, then it's stuck. You know what I mean? Run up, get done up. You know, uh, there's it, it's just sort of weird that the defense is trying or. I shouldn't even call it the, the the defense, the prosecution, because these are charges filed against, you know, the captain, but their, their position is not the initial fight, the initial um, attack on this solitary black man by a group of white individuals. Um, this, the, the entirety of their case rests on a subsequent video that and it, based on everything that I've read does not even show any additional fighting it just shows him seeking out the individuals who attacked him initially um and i feel like again if it's up then it's stuck like don't like the, you 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 cannot have that in a vacuum it, you can only have that in the proper context of yo these guys jumped this guy and yeah he had some help but that doesn't necessarily mean he knows these people personally and he's you know trying to bring some justice to his immediate situation it's not like he left there and then came back the next day he's still there still popping and still going on and if he's looking for a person that attacked him he feels like maybe they took something from him he needs to bring some some balance to the universe to me it feels like okay once you view it through the proper context there's really no case here this would have never he's not looking for people just like i said in a vacuum he's looking for the people that attacked him and that to me feels appropriate for any individual any any being endowed with consciousness that has um a strong enough self-preservation survival instinct i'm going to make sure that these people understand that this is not okay and this was never going to happen to me again my two cents um but i guess we're going to have to wait to january 30th to see what happens with this because apparently they can file this and you know drag this man through bunch of court proceedings and you know obviously we're going to watch it because we we saw the video it's funny how that works <laughs> this show is sponsored by better help people don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down you may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments that comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings that frustrating thing your mom does or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. 
It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com BIN today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. <laughs> Today's guest is the author of the book Trap History and the executive editor of Atlanta Daily World, Mr. A.R. Shaw. Okay, this from the BBC. A legal deadline has prompted a rush of sexual assault charges against high-profile figures, including Axl Rose, Sean Diddy Combs, and New York Mayor Eric Adams. I'll share a bit. The list of names has grown this week, with some being accused of abuse that allegedly took place decades ago. That's in part because a New York law, the Adult Survivors Act, expired on Friday. The act gave people a look-back window on sexual assault that took place before the 20-year legal statute of limitations. This means civil lawsuits on historic sex crimes could be filed for a limited time. Diddy's accusations uh, have grown. So now he's he's facing three different accusers. Of course, we mentioned Eric Adams, Andrew Cuomo. Um, he was uh, his his case uh, fell under this um, this law as well. Uh, Jamie Foxx is dealing with. Uh, some charges as well, Axel Rose, as we mentioned, et cetera. And this is the same one that Donald Trump, you know, that was another high profile case and not another one that Donald Trump had to uh, face, he ended up losing and had to pay $5 million. So um, as always, bring us up to speed, let us know what we're missing. And of course, I'd love your thoughts. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so this, um, uh, this law uh, has definitely prompted a lot. I thought during Thanksgiving weekend, it was a lot of names that popped up mm -hmm. that uh, became impacted by this law because it, 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 it expired, I think, on the night of Black Friday. Mm -hmm. So 
from Thanksgiving to the night of Black Friday, we saw so many names, prominent individuals who were being accused of uh, incidents that occurred uh, years ago. Right. Uh, but it's interesting that there was the, the reactions, uh, particularly on social media, were different uh, when it came to the different subjects. Right. Uh, uh, I want to point out that Jamie Foxx, a lot of people didn't really they took Jamie Foxx aside, <laughs> which was kind of different from everyone else. Right. Uh, any other every other prominent celebrity, people were like, uh, you know, they they kind of believe those stories. But for, for some reason, Jamie Foxx, there was like this. And I'm not sure if it was because of uh, Jamie's recent health issues or anything of that, of that nature. But you saw, you know, from what I what I saw, that more people were quick to defend Jamie's position more so than the other celebrities who were named in these lawsuits. Yeah. Uh, so it's just going to be interesting to see what moves forward and what sticks and what falls apart. Uh, but it shows you that, uh, you know, it's, this is good for for victims to have a voice. Uh, to speak out if they if there was incidents of abuse, uh, it's just going to be interesting interesting to see what the fallout is uh, following once once everything uh, uh, you know sips itself things you know come along in terms of the legal proceedings. Sure. Yeah. Once everything today. fleshes out, yeah, I can dig it. The um the thing that I've been worried about with this is that how do I say this? This is this is kind of weird and and it, it's it's weird to say. Um because I think that everybody wants everything to be fine, everything to be okay, the truth to come out, that sort of thing. But there are some people who lose sight of the fact that some people are capable of doing bad things. Um and there are other people that lose sight of the fact that it is possible for people to fabricate stories or embellish certain parts of stories because money is at stake. And it may be the case that all of the people named in this, in these suits are guilty. Um, or it may be the case that maybe not all of them are. And there are incidents that can be revisited and revised <laughs> by individuals who were in these intimate moments where there's not a lot in the way of witnesses, onlookers, et cetera. And they can simply just say something and cause enough trouble to where it will bring attention, money, you know, whatever. And, and then people can monetize that. And, you know, even if a person doesn't have a victory in court, you know, maybe they get a book deal or maybe they get, you know, whatever there's, there's, you know, there's, and because of this, these, these aren't criminal charges, these are civil charges. And because, you know, there's, there's a lot to digest. And of course, you know, our human impulse, mine included, is to side with the victims. But I think that there's a big part of a lot of people who are really figuring out how to feel about this, that wants to indeed make sure that these victims are in fact victims because we unfortunately live in a society where it's too easy for non-victims to paint themselves as victims for fiscal benefits. And that part feels very unfair, especially when you're talking about a person who does not have a long-standing reputation of kind of moving 
in a grimy way, a la Jamie Foxx. You know, if, if he does have this reputation, I'm sure there's many people that don't know about it. I certainly don't. And that's the part that feels kind of unfair because it, it it's you, you don't want to see a, a good person, good pl- black person at that, get taken down as a result of something that's baseless. Um, and once you see that maybe if there's a person who is just manufacturing this content for the sake of trying to get money, what's at stake? We could lose another one of our heroes. And you bear in mind, we've had to confront, you know, the potential loss of, you know, Will Smith from our, you know, cultural zeitgeist, if you will. Uh, we've had to confront the loss of, you know, Bill Cosby. We've had, and for, for the same reasons, you know, we've had to confront the loss of R. Kelly for the same reasons. Um, we've had to confront, you know, not saying we've lost, uh, at least, uh, Will Smith, but, you know, we've, we've had to really wrestle with these, these heroes once upon a time, us losing them. And, when you start to look at a person like Jamie Foxx, you start to realize, are we losing too much? And is this appropriate? You know, um, and and it's it's one thing to say, OK, well, there are some good ones that probably get swept out with the bad ones. I felt like that was a prevailing thought um, during the Me Too movement. That, you know, unfortunately, this is kind of what happens. You know, you, you have to believe the victims first and. You know, it's it's it kind of has to be guilty until proven innocent because this is women's just due. And the way that the legal framework is set up, it's kind of it kind of supports the men's position and posture in these cases. And so um, once once you get to the point where you're dealing with with like, you as, as you mentioned to Jamie Foxx, it becomes like, OK, let's slow down and make sure that we're really being a little bit more surgical these days because. We've already lost some high profile, prominent black leaders, if you will. And for Jamie Foxx, you know, as you mentioned, he had some health issues and, you know, on and on. But also he's one of those folks who, in my estimation, doesn't have the reputation, doesn't really move in that way. And to hear that might be a little off-putting for people. So they probably want the truth before they condemn him the same way that they would condemn a Tory Lanes or you know whoever else. So this is kind of what I've gathered. Um, any final thoughts before we uh, conclude here? Yeah, it's it's important for uh, the legal proceedings to take place for yeah, everything to, to take place. I think, uh, of course, we're in a society where we want to judge uh, once we hear the first uh, side of a story, sure, but it's important sure. for all sides of the story story to be told uh, before we come to a final conclusion of yeah. what happened and what didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That's, I, I think that we have learned and are still learning that um, a more recent story would be Jonathan majors, you know, that, that this is, it's, it's, it may not be entirely fair to uh, accuse and then have the trial and then convict the person before they've actually been able to present the evidence uh, and the opposition has been able to present the evidence and so forth. So um, we'll wait and see what happens. But uh, obviously, our primary, um, at least it sounds like both of our primary um, hope is that the victims, if indeed there are true victims, they get their just due 
um, and it's based on an objective truth, something that that actually happened, and that they are fiscally compensated to the degree that they are able to right that wrong. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. So as always, I'd like to thank you for your insight. Uh, you are a brilliant journalist and it's, it is a joy, uh, every time we get a chance to talk once again, today's guest is the author of the new book, Trap History and the executive editor of Atlanta Daily World, Mr. A.R. Shaw. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. And join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.